177, Ava, Part 2, 2.22, 277, 2.22, the Ava You Cannot Advance episode. Hello. Indeed. We were gamers. This time, we were trying to understand what the heck we were watching. <laughs> uh, Michael's here. Hey, everybody. JJ's here. I guess I am here. Uh, you am think here? you're here. You might not <laughs> which, be. Who knows? Which That's robot true. are you in, JJ? <laughs> Who knows at this point, which, man? Which pilot number are you? And are you... You know, I didn't even write this down, but uh, all the all the Ava switching is new. That didn't happen last time. That was like that was a no go. Okay, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, last episode was Ava one point one one, the rebuild of Evangelion. Evangelion. Uh, and now we're gonna do the second movie of the four today. So spoiler warning up front for Mortal Kombat, the HBO film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you finally watch it? I did, in fact, watch it last <laughs> night. Yes. I... Andrew, wasn't that movie gloriously dumb? Um, Two things. One, I want to give a huge shout out to Kit, who finally convinced me to watch it because he called it Mortal Kombat Origins Kano. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he was absolutely right. Although, again, I was I was being serious. Spoilers for Mortal Kombat. It's also Mortal Kombat Death of Kano. Sadly, yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people died. I was live texting with him during it. I, I think at some point he probably started watching it because it, he was like, okay, I'm at the egg roll part. And I'm like, what do you mean you're at the egg roll part? <laughs> um it was okay that that was the first thing i said what i was live texting him and then i was like okay you know he switched so maybe i have to be a a kung lao fan and i was like oops nope i'm not a kung lao fan either jeez what's happening here yep Mm -hmm. um the second thing i every part of me believes i should not have liked that movie that it was bad and that Cole Young is the worst protagonist for a film I think I've ever encountered in all of history. Extremely correct. <laughs> and yet. And, and yet. <laughs> and yet. They didn't, they didn't even get to the tournament. And yet. Something I, about all that CG just wins you over in the end, right? It wasn't even that bad. The CG's better than the Superman CG I was complaining about the other day. Oh, well, I'm not going to argue with that one. The CG, it was not distracting. It's just the story that's just a, a hodgepodge mess. But, like, I was invested by the end. I was like, okay, Scorpion's going to show up any minute now. <laughs> I was into yeah. it. They they get you with that, that opening fight scene. I was into it. I I hated Cole. I hated him. And I was still just like, come on, Scorpion. Let's get this over with. <laughs> Oh man, that movie's good in a weird bad way. Not in a bad way good, but like it's bad, but it's also like enjoyable. I I think it's it because is, you can tell that everybody liked it, making it. I think the thing that that got me about it was it felt like one of those like quote unquote B movies that don't get made anymore almost. Yes, yes. I was just going to say that. Except someone somehow gave them too much money. <laughs> like two special <laughs> effects. Why do you think the director liked Kano so much? 
So I heard something, and I don't know if it's true, but I heard that a lot of the jokes were the actor not improvising, but like punching up the script in some instances. Just like huh. kudos redo- to him <laughs> redoing the joke to be funnier because he liked Kano more than <laughs> the scriptwriters or something. <laughs> yeah, he has some pretty great throwaway lines that are like people are talking over and they're still hilarious uh like we, he gets his laser eyes and they're the the movie is cutting away from him and he's still talking in the background and it's great <laughs> yeah oh man oh man okay well if you either of you has suggestions along the mortal combat line i'm i'm in that's all i'm saying i i didn't believe i'd like it I sat there thinking I shouldn't like this, and I still was enjoying myself. Uh, what are we here to talk about? Not Mortal Kombat. Warzone? What are we talking about today? Sure, yeah. Uh, no, we don't need to talk about Warzone, do we? We teased it last time, didn't we? We did. Get a little bit. <sighs> All right, so that's all the Warzone we needed. <laughs> that's the perfect amount, I'm pretty sure. I think that explains everything by itself. Moving right along. Oh, man. They keep botching that game so much. Um, they announced the Vanguard game is coming, um, which is the next iteration of Call of Duty. But it won't be integrated in Warzone right away. And so people got really excited because they said Vanguard's coming and it's bringing anti-cheat. Well, Warzone's big problem right now is that literally every game you die and you're like, mm, that guy shot me through a building and he didn't have the one perk that lets you see like people once you shoot them. And so he clearly was, you know, like was cheating. Um, that's probably like three out of five games you'll die to a cheater. And, uh, you know, then they got everybody jazzed and back into the game. And then people realized, like, actually, the anti-cheat is coming to Vanguard. And Vanguard doesn't come to Warzone right away. And so the cheaters showed back up again after the huge wave of bans. And um, the balance of the game is, like, really, really off again. And... The reviews of the Vanguard beta are that it is a pile of dog poo-poo. So Activision yeah. was really just hitting it out of the park with every release coming up these days. Man. Activision, you could have just stopped with Activision Blizzard really hitting it out of the park. Do you want to talk about the news? Jeez. Not really. No. It's uh, not a good thing when you get subpoenaed by the feds. The silliest part of that whole thing is I'm pretty sure the SEC doesn't actually care if they're being mean to their workers and doing horrible stuff. It's about the shareholders, right? They only care that they didn't disclose to the investors that they're being horrible. Of course. If they had done that, it would have been fine. Well, it's it's likely affecting their bottom line. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't usually think that the whole, like, vote with your dollar thing matters that much, especially because you end up putting innocent people out of work a lot of the mm-hmm. time uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to mega corporations anyway. Obviously, like, that mom and pop restaurant is doing this thing that I don't like. Well, I don't have to shop there, and it actually might matter, but... um, Jeez. Yeah. Like, 
I kind of am like, I don't know if I even want to keep playing Warzone. It's part, it's like part and parcel with the way that they treat that game is also seems like maybe the way they treat a lot of other things. Yep. And, uh, yep. With no end in sight to the other problems, I think a lot of people are starting to leave Warzone. Uh, as such, I've been playing some Apex. <laughs> Good deal. That game sucks, too. <laughs> So we want to talk about something that's bad. Let's talk about Evangelion. <laughs> was it bad? No, no. No, I thought it was no. good. That's I, not what I was going to oh, say. Oh, okay. Good, because well, Apex isn't bad, bad. It's just like, I don't understand why I have to stare at something to pick it up and like hold the button. You know what I mean? Like The, the pace of that game is all wrong. Uh, it's not Call of Duty. They made a different game. That's it is. How that game and works. It, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, can we talk about Ava now? I don't want to talk about Warzone anymore. That was a good teaser, but like, if people want to know more, there's um, basically every Warzone streamer has had posts about why they left Warzone for Apex over the last couple months, um, and a lot of them have gone back since the Vanguard announcements. And uh, in the last couple weeks, they have new videos about like the balance of Warzone and how it's like how how do you screw up this badly after you know everyone's leaving your game so if you're interested in that go go find those famous people that do that all the time they'll talk about it better can we yeah let's talk about ava for real because i'm done with that so at the end of 1.11 spoilers let's yes what omega spoilers yeah because we're going to talk about the literally the end minute again and say a lot of things so yeah you've been warned so there was an after credit scene in 1.11, which I think none of us realized. <laughs> so I rewatched nope. that. Did you rewatch that? I did. It's not. It was. It just seemed like a preview. It didn't seem like an after credits anything. It literally spoils the very ending of 2.22. Oh, and I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't watch that. Yes, it does, and uh, it's the reason that after the actual scene at the end of 2.22, when it started to be the preview, I turned it off. Ah, okay, smart. So let's point that out right here for the for me for the spoiler warnings. After the actual scene that is at the end of this film, uh, after the credits, when it starts to be the preview, I hit the stop button because yes, I I hate that. I I never do it on TV shows. I'm not going to do it and, on a movie. And anime does it all the time. Oh they, yeah, they and love I doing I skip them every time. So. That's that's out there now. All right. So the important thing is you saw the scene. The scene is important. I think. Yeah, I can't next, believe that's the after the credits. Kind of whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like kind I'm, of important. I don't know how I noticed like scrubbing through the thing. I was like, oh, images. What? And then I clicked on. It. I was like, oh, this is. Uh, hmm. Hold on. <laughs> Going back. I wonder if it'll matter. I really do because like it's after the credits. So. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a pretty impactful thing in it that happens that is going to matter. I know that it's impactful to that scene, but I wonder how they deal with the fact that it was after the credits on the next one. That, unless they open the movie with it. Yeah, I suppose that's always an option, right? Like 3.33 opens with that or whatever. Yeah. Okay, let's start at the beginning. Let me get my 17 pages of notes. <laughs> and Michael was saying before we got started here today that like it is impossible. There are so many new things and numbers 
and just like stuff flying around. Ninety like, percent of this is new. I mean, they changed yeah. Asuka's name. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a. I have a small gripe about Asuka, not directly, but related to her. Okay. Um, you know how sometimes you're watching stuff and like a little a little detail gets stuck in your head as incongruous with the plot, and it just bothers you the whole time. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. So when <laughs> they they introduce Asuka and she has her her first confrontation with Shinji and knocks him down, and then in the very next scene, Shinji and Toji and Kensuke are all getting off the subway and talking about her, and one of them, Toji or Kensuke, has the line that she's already you know she's our age, she's a captain, and she's already graduated from college. And then, then she's back why in high school. Is she, why is she yeah. back in high school with all of them? I think I yep. I think though uh one of the kids says that, right? One of the other kids says yeah, that she I think what it is is one of those Suke, like right? I think it's one of the kids that says it. I don't think it's like an adult or somebody I think what it is is a um false narration kind of thing. Like, did you hear about that kid? I heard that he got kicked out of school because he killed somebody. You know what I mean? Okay. I that's what I took it as is like the, she's a captain already. Ah, oh, she's she's a, uh, you know, went to college already. I don't think half of that was true about her. Well, she is a captain. Is she? Yes. Okay, she's not treated like one at any point in time. She's not in charge well, of I mean, anybody. She's, she's still 13 also. Yeah. Or whatever. I guess they don't they haven't said her age exactly, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I believe she's a captain. I just it's quite, like kind of weird. Is it one of those things where like if you enter the military having graduated college, they give you a certain rank? Well, it's also one of those. It maybe it's one of those things like if you're a, if you're a fighter pilot, you're automatically a commissioned officer, right? Like you can't be a fighter pilot and be a sergeant. Oh you yeah, have, sure. You have yeah, to be a lieutenant, a right? So. Maybe all the Ava pilots are captains, or maybe because she's part of the European Air Force, she's a captain. Different rules. Different rules right. for different people. You know, like uh, that one, I'm kind of like, eh. She's clearly not in charge of anything once she gets to nerve. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, maybe she did graduate. There's that sound again when I'm doing stuff on my computer. I hate that. I got to. I gotta deal with that. I don't know what that's about. Okay. Anyway, she's clearly maybe she did graduate college. Maybe she didn't. Uh, she has nothing else to do other than go to Japanese high school. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I I heard that line too, and then I was like, oh, weird. They said she graduated college. I wonder if she'll be in the high school scenes with Shinji again. And then yeah, like half the high school scenes from the original show are back. Yeah, she's just hanging out, <laughs> or maybe the. Japanese government decided that your English school classes don't count. We're going to make you take high school again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, unit 5. Yeah. There was yeah, a Unit like 5, guys. Right very opening of the show, five. right? Yeah, it was the opening to the show. I, I wrote down, Unit 5, who the heck is this? <laughs> Mari Illustrious Makanami. Mari. They don't say her name until much later in the show. Uh, someone says her name right at the beginning. Oh, they Just call her, her first Mari. Name but yeah, you don't you don't get the illustrious Makanami part. Uh, cool. I missed it, but 
Uh, she's new. <laughs> and then she was never heard from again till the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, she has like one brief moment and then her her five minutes of fame at the end. Well, so the the thing she's fighting, explain this to me because I didn't I don't know if I got it right. It was an angel, right? It was the third angel, which uh, had apparently been confined. Yeah, it says containment question mark in my notes. So that was the third angel. Yes. Ah, yes. okay. I missed that. Which means that we were wrong about the the angel shadow yep. in the when we were talking about the last episode because that accounts for all of the angels. Uh, I think JJ should reiterate what his theory was from last time because it's pretty clear that's what's happening. So the well the I'll ignore the part about the outline of the shadow or whatever, but the the theory had been that this is like some kind of time loop or something scenario taking place after the end of Evangelion movie. Because and things like the oceans are red, there's already there's, dead angels. Right. And there seemed to be some small hints, at least in what in one point one one, that like Maybe they're like none of the characters seemed to be directly aware of it, but there was some hints of like the stuff that was said by like people who would know like Kawaru and the uh, just like little environmental hints. Maybe two point two two does way more <laughs> in explaining like hey well, the, the end spoiler thing uh, also kind of yeah, basically spells yeah. it out. They're straight up verbiage, like he says this time, yeah. right? Yep. So, all right, we'll get there, though. All right, so we've got all the angels now accounted for, except for the first angel? Well, I think we know where the first angel is if it's anything similar to the show, right? Wasn't the first angel, like, part in Kawaru and part in... uh, uh What's his name? Had the the part of it in his hand, right? Oh, right. Yeah, Gendo. But Gendo. it's not that has not been yet explained in this version. Is what I'm saying. No, it like, has. We don't. It we hasn't. we so haven't accounted for Angel a, One yet. That's still a question mark in the movies, right? Yeah. And so it's it's Lilith, Angel Two, yep. underneath Nerve, and Angel Three, which was contained wherever that was, Europe somewhere apparently, uh, the Arctic. Oh, okay. Did they say it was the Arctic? I don't. I totally missed that. Yep. And there was another angel. Whatever we're at now. So later in the movie, uh, I guess we'll get to it later. But like, there was not another angel being contained. Then what caught? Yeah, that was a meltdown of some kind. Unit six like turned into a thing. I guess. So if you recall, yeah. uh, from the show, which again, I don't know that that's what's happening here, but in the show, that happened as well. There yes, was it, a... I remember that. But it didn't create didn't... an impact like it did in this. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, correct. I, it was like there was some, you know, it, they they made it sound like it, they were like experimenting with nuclear technology or whatever, and it blew up. They didn't make it look like the other ones where it had a, you know, it created the cross and all that stuff after exploding like so, this one did. So clearly at the front here, we've got Ava's all over the globe, right? Which 
comes to fruition later when the Avos are starting to get restationed in Japan. Why did they? Why did the other countries want Avas if the Angels were never going to go anywhere that Lilith wasn't? Like that doesn't make much sense to me. Is it the? Is it the? Hmm. You have a nuclear bomb, so we need a nuclear bomb theory. I kind of think that that's sort of it, and you know, you got to remember after the first impact, right? Which is the the one that is never really talked about other than like, Oh, it destroyed all this stuff. The, it it was like, Oh, we have to protect ourselves from these things. And kind of, it's never really explained what these things were or how they came here or what happened. Mm -hmm. And so that it's like, ah, everyone build Ava nukes and like, let's all defend ourselves. Right. And the second impact happens, which is the one in the Arctic. uh, And then now everyone's like, ah, we have to hurry and produce more. And now they're like, oh, these things are blowing up in our own places, and all of them are also targeting Japan. Let's just send them all there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so Unit 2 shows up pretty quickly in this movie. Yeah. And we we get Asuka. What what did I write down? The key of Nebuchadnezzar and Marduk. And human instrumentality, oh. human instrumentality, all show up almost immediately after Unit Two shows up and kills that angel in like six seconds. Yeah, because uh, Ryoji comes along with Asuka, right? Ka- Kaji, right? Ka- Ryoji, Kaji, Kaji, yeah. yeah, yeah. He comes along with Asuka, and now we get introduced to all the stuff from the last show, right? We're being brought up back up again. So we know that there are other things going on like there were in the show, which is nothing new unless they've changed what the meanings are of Marduk and human instrumentality and all that. Um, Right. This is definitely like they didn't say human instrumentality in the first one. Right. So I think they did in one sentence, but now that we're talking about it openly. Right. And later in this one, um, um, Misato is starting to ask about stuff. Which is interesting because we thought might she might be in on it in this version. Yeah, that was surprised to me. I was pretty sure that she sort of already knew some of that stuff, but apparently not. Did uh, what did it surprise you that they hyper sexualize Asuka even more in this version than in the show? <laughs> like directly, like starting off in in this front scene when she runs out when Pen Pen's in the shower again. Uh. And then later on with the quote-unquote test plug suit, which is basically just a see-through plug suit. I was a little taken aback that it was worse than before. Yeah, I I can't say that I'm shocked or surprised, but I wish they hadn't. All right. All right. Ikari goes to the moon base. Almost. Kind of. <laughs> what? I, <wanna laughs> I, like that. I like that, Michael. Almost. <laughs> I want to know what was the plan there. They're just like, all right, Fiatsuki, get in. We're getting in this shuttle. We're blasting off to the moon. We're going to go see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And like, we're not telling them we're coming. We're just going to land and, and go in there and see all their stuff. And then they're like, you can't come in. <laughs> it's like... Dang. We okay, did guess we're our, going home. Our foolproof plan was thwarted. 
Well, maybe they had, did they ever, did they say that they had had previous access to the moon base? Like, was this like a new problem? I I, I suppose not, but they definitely didn't say that they had had previous access, but they also didn't ever imply that there was a moon base or not. So like the fact that they knew it was there says something, right? Yeah. And then like, you can't like fly a shuttle by a place and like, not have someone know you did that <laughs> true <laughs> like, hmm, what's that thing going around the moon is this something we need to worry about nah whatever like, <laughs> yeah so unlike in the show where Marduk is kind of like on its own and Sila and Nerve are kind of working together ish it seems like they were at pretty deep odds even though they both pretend to be working together they also know they're both not working together yeah, there's a lot of a lot of political jockeying going on for trying to gain the upper hand in whatever their shadowy struggle is in the background. I, did yeah. you? Did either of you through this? I I I don't know that I gleaned much beyond that. There be there sh- what they showed us. Like, I, did either of you grab more of what you think each group is up to in this version? I think we know by the end what Ikari was trying to do, even though it didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. Maybe that was nerves. Yeah, that was, that was about, so yeah, the, we know what he was up to, but it it was on an accelerated timeline. It sounded like compared to what they had planned, but I couldn't say for anyone else. Yeah. All they say is they're going to be mad. I'm like mad about what? What's the, what's the going on? Like especially, you know, because all of those meetings between Gendo and, and Sele is just like him saying, yes, it will be done as you say. Yes, we'll do, you know, what you say. You know, yes, it's going to be your plan or whatever. You never hear him saying anything contradictory to them. So you can imagine them not being super happy with him when stuff happens that they didn't want to. Right. Which is clearly because Gendo clearly has his own objectives here. Sure. He doesn't really state any of those objectives other than to seem like he's sort of happy with what happens at the end. Was he even? I don't know. And I still don't even know, like, once he got what he wanted at the end, what the objective of that was, right? They don't really even explain that part, which is kind of weird. Yeah, so I I have to assume, you know, if from, again, now I'm starting to use knowledge from what I know outside of Oh, don't do that, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but well, like you can't help yourself though i can i have not looked at, i refuse to get it explained until i'm done watching all four of these movies well so i i'm you know i mean i'm using knowledge from the series here oh well that's not, fine i mean not from outside sources I'm okay not okay about that. just from the series yeah if from the series you remember the whole thing was gendo wanting to get adam and lilith to combine right right, right. and and so he needed the the impact to create or to cause Adam to exist, something like that, right? Something about the impact being the thing that triggers the, like, the, the ascended Evangelion or whatever is the thing that can merge with Lilith. Right? I, I, I think I sort of took it in the other direction, that the, the merging is what triggers the impact. But the merging is what creates, quote-unquote, Adam? At the same time, because the the impact was created when Shinji awakened the Evangelion, right? Like that's the or awakened or whatever, you know, grew the halo and had the ghost arm. 
Yeah, but also absorbs absorb. Uh, he absorbs unit, uh, unit zeros. Oh, the core from core unit zero. From unit zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's and true. and uh, and the Ayanami angel too. And Ayanami. Right and Ray. Yep. Who? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you could be totally right about that then. Yeah, so it's a little. We just don't know enough. That's what I mean. As I guess, I guess in the last version, like even though you get to the end of the last version, you're like, "What am I watching?" At least they get kind of like they laid out like here is Gendo's plan. It makes no absolutely no sense, but this is Gendo's plan. And the only thing that we can sort of figure so far that I can figure is that Lilith and Sela, Sela, Sele have a a plan, and it involves. All the angels coming first before something happens with her. But that's not Gendo's plan. But his plan also involves triggering an impact. But it seems like both their plans involve triggering an impact. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving through the movie, the aquarium's cool. And it helps JJ's theory. Which I think might now be my theory. Yeah, I I liked this edition. Yeah, you're right. I think the aquarium scenes were some of the like best characterization of all the people here that we got. It was good. Well, it gave Kaji something to do, and rather than just tell, uh, the womanize to womanize and tell <laughs> tell um, Shinji to grow plants and then have all his plants detonated and have him killed in an alleyway. You know, like in the show, he just kind of like exists until he dies you know in the show at least it felt like he was there as a plot device to deliver a thing and then deliver exposition to misato before dying yeah in this it feels like he has a little more character or he might be around to do something and also the the womanizing kind of ceased pretty quickly which was nice yeah they both yes. shut, they both shut him down pretty hard which was nice yes that was good um I liked the view from space when the sixth... It was the sixth Deva, right? On the moon? No. Oh, no, that's the... No, unit whatever that blew up. Was it unit four that blew up? Unit something. Yeah, unit four was the one that, like, exploded in America or wherever it yeah. was. Yeah, I think that's four. Yeah. Yes. That's four. So they show you... Oh, they show you the original impact from space as a throwback to Misato's. Uh, I was looking at the wrong note. They th- uh, that did we see that before? Misato's kind of background in the show. Did they show the impact and all that, or did we just hear about it? I feel like they showed a little bit of it. Yeah, they talked about it a little bit. I know they talked about it before, but yeah. Did anybody write down the untainted by sin line? Uh, no, I did not. I wrote it down because it sounded weird. They were talking about how uh, they were trying to to bring the the world back as it was untainted. Hmm. Uh, so that's weird, right? Like uh, Kaji, I think it was Kaji's line, and he's in the aquarium, and he's talking about how how things are before they were untainted. It's like to me talking about how this is not the first time that we've seen this story kind of, you know? 
So then he says something else, right? He re- it's like some of the people here remember before the waters were red, right? Yes, he says yeah. that. And but but Shinji says they've been red all his life. Right. But clearly in the last show they were not red. This is very yeah. suspicious. I I feel like I'm on the whiteboard with the red string, like <laughs> tying stuff together and like being like, "What's the connection?" But Charlie. I can't, yeah, I I can't. I I feel like I don't have enough information to draw the lines together yet. But it's like I'm I'm starting a conspiracy theory somewhere yeah. in here. We finally get a lot of Misato backstory this time that we I don't think we got in the last version, and she talks about her father and all that sort of stuff, and uh, Kaji talks about her, and it really um makes i think unlike the show shows you why she's interested in trying to take care of shinji and the other kids especially since they have like the dad issues as well um Mm -hmm. they're much more aligned with shinji in the like i don't i don't want to be here but i have to be here kind of way and i liked i liked that it gave us another character that had the same problems that he did just dealt with them differently you know rather than making shinji the the brunt of everybody's problems it was kind of cool all right so uh all the avas fight and uh get damaged while ikari is still trying to get back from the moon (laughs) well because they have to fight each other right um no not yet this is the one no this isn't this the part so the the u.s Unit four blows up. No, no, no. So they they. Oh, we're not the there unit. yet. They still have the. They still have the one that tries to shoot down from oh, space. Sorry, yes, the one they have to catch. Yeah, and they have to catch it, and then right. all the ones are damaged. And then Misato says something that pans out by the end of the movie, which is Lilith and Unit One need to be secured before everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. So clearly, Unit One has a lot more to say. Uh, what is it? Ray? Oh, Shinji says Ray and his Ava smell like his mother. Yeah, some some real subtle foreshadowing there. Yeah, and you not... also see multiple times Gendo requesting from Sele, "Give us the money to repair Unit Zero," and they're like, "Who cares about Unit Zero? It's about Unit Two and Four and Eight and whatever." Yeah, all the new units are better than the old units, but Gendo's always trying to repair the first couple units. Yeah. Yeah, kind of interesting. Um, Asuka's character development is better, even though it's lighter, I think. Uh, yeah, she's still grading at the beginning. She's still grading. She's despite... exactly like she was in the show. But yeah, she comes around faster. She comes around way faster. And it starts to happen in that scene that in the show is very uncomfortable. It oh, the, where she goes into Shinji's goes room? Goes into Shinji's room is super uncomfortable in the show. And in this, yeah. I thought it was very sweet. Yeah, they the change there was great. Yep, it was so much better. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we all felt the same way. Um <laughs> Ray's missing, and she's inside of a little tube. And JJ, I have another one for you. She's wearing a collar inside the tube. Yeah, huh? Did you read the collar? I didn't read it. I remember I noted that it was a collar, but I don't think I saw it. R-E-I dash zero two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. A nice little bit of foreshadowing stuff that you would know from the show. (laughs) 
Um, and then I wrote down a note, and I want to know what you guys think about this. I don't know if you guys noticed it either. In the middle of the movie, I said, two, unlike one, is getting pretty slow here. Did the movie, sure. did the second movie feel slow in the middle to you guys? There was certainly a much longer break between like Angel slash Ava action in the middle of this one. Yeah. You get the random scene where Mari parachutes in and lands on top of Shinji. Which is next, get, actually, in my notes. <laughs> you get yeah, all you the, get the dinner party stuff. Right, all the dinner party all stuff. All the cooking, oh. the cooking, fighting, fighting over Shinji by cooking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I didn't hate it because it was actual character development. For I, I didn't hate it either. I just started to feel like the movies were different paces. It, yeah. And just then, something to note. And then this movie then after that basically turns it into full overdrive. <laughs> yeah. It's the last, it's basically the last break you get. Cause... You might, you might say beast mode. <laughs> you mm, might. You, one might. Oh, I wrote down Mari. LOL. Her English is so good. <laughs> I I did write this in my notes, and, I, and it was like the English, the Japanese person speaking English, tried very hard. <laughs> Here, I don't yeah. know if they were intentionally saying English with a Japanese accent or something. I, I gotta assume it was intentional because I'm sure they could have found an, an English voice actor if they wanted. Yeah. Um, um. So Mari parachutes in, and we don't know who she works for by the end of this movie. Uh, it's very clearly not Nerve and not the European forces, right? They definitely say that it's like, oh, you know, I guess she doesn't want to talk to us. And then they don't ever circle back to like, who is she? Yeah. Okay, here we go, Michael. Unit four and the second branch. Yeah, yeah. So this is where I was, I was picking it up. So unit four gets blows up in an accident during an experiment somehow we don't get a whole lot of details y'all think kaji did it how would uh, he have done I it i don't know i mean he there's a uh there's a uh, line that implies that he had a hand in destroying unit five hmm really what was that line i missed that that uh, was early on where he says something about the destruction of unit five going as planned Oh, I missed when, that when entirely. He brings the, it's when he brings the briefcase. Interesting. I missed that Kaji said that Unit 5 was destroyed on purpose. I definitely got that from talking the talking with Gendo, right? Because clearly Gendo cares about Unit 0 and Unit 1, so he can't have the new Avas coming in to be used, right? So they're trying to destroy all the new Avas. Got it. Okay. So right. that makes the rest of this movie way worse to me. In what sense? What happens to Unit 3 might be, oh, have sure, been on yeah. purpose then. I, I suppose, who knows? Uh, but not impossible, I, say, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, seems like it could have been. I don't know. Um, okay, so, so there's a rule where there's only three Avas per country. Even yes, though they don't need them? Fun three functioning ones. The Vatican <laughs> agreement? Vatican something like that? Yeah, they, do, they do say that. Yes. 
Uh, so they have to like sideline people, but that means Asuka gets to pilot unit three. Oh, and here's where you get the line, uh, JJ, that you were talking about earlier, that the birth and resurrection of Lilith will create a perfect Ava. Yes. I don't get that. I, I don't either. They don't, <laughs> they don't explain it. All right, Michael. Uh, so they, yeah, they sideline unit two. They um, introduce the dummy plug. Yes. And then once Asuka, uh, Asuka gets in unit three, things go sideways. It gets possessed by the ninth angel and then goes berserk. Um, tell us about your favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, the uh, the music here. <laughs> I just... Truly twisted. I could oh. not, you guys. Oh my god. The, the, the music seriously felt like it was out of an episode of Mr. Rogers. I couldn't believe it kept going. I know. It just goes on and on. The whole scene goes on. It just keeps going, man. It's way worse than it was the last time. Obviously, the last oh, time Lord. it wasn't it wasn't Asuka in the suit that went berserk. Uh, it was what's his name, right? The friend from school. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Toji, right? It was Toji that yeah. was in the berserk suit last time, not Asuka. But um, my goodness, this was like twice, maybe three times as brutal as any of the other stuff up to this point. Right? I mean, the Ava's like throwing guts everywhere as it kills the other Ava, which is an angel somehow. My goodness. Yeah. We'll be friends forever. We'll see each other again. <laughs> Just demented. It was, uh, I would like to find haunting. the name of that song. You know? <laughs> Just By the, a, way, the song plays again later in the movie. Secretly? I didn't hear it again. No. Oh, openly? Huh. When Shinji is starting to grow the glowing arm and is saving uh Ray. I was so I was so taken into what was happening on that screen, I totally missed it. <laughs> oh man. Um, so Shinji's relationship with his dad doesn't really survive this fight, does it? Not well. <laughs> he literally starts, he takes the Ava and is stomping on the roof. Yeah, the Shinji, building. I wrote down Shinji goes ape S on here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn up the LCL and shut it down and we get, this has got to be important. Because Shinji says it's that ceiling again. We saw it at right. least two times the last movie. Yeah, he, he wakes up back in the hospital again, right? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going too deep in when I say he's dead, but it seems certainly seems like it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he was dead. I think they just knocked him out. Yeah. It's He's... not impossible that they're doing the cloning thing on him too, though, right? It's, it's not. not. No, it's not impossible. Can't rule it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, then I wrote down, "Oh, good, all this Shinji quitting stuff again." Yeah, we thought we'd gotten away from it after we got through last week. 
Surprise. No. Oh, man. At least it was shorter lived, I guess, and less angsty. He just sort of existed until he says, I'm getting back in the thing. Well, please let me back in it. And that scene is truncated, thankfully. But, man, I wish we had just skipped all that stuff. Um, Shinji? Oh, they, they talk about this, and I wanted to see if either of you could explain it to me. Because I, oh, with what we know between this and the show, I can't remember. Shinji is called the third boy, and Asuka is the second girl. Yeah, and they, Ray has a designation too. I assume she's first girl? I think she's the first girl. Okay, so that, and I don't, those two make sense because we know them. What, how is Shinji the third boy? I don't remember that. So I don't I don't know if the numbering is irrespective of their gender. Right. I was just about to say in the show, I believe they call them first child, second child. Yes, they child. do. Oh, I don't think that numbering is the same though. Okay. So they should have just said child instead of girl and boy. It would have been less confusing. Got it. Gendered. See, because now that you say something. the child thing... The child thing I remember, and I remember it not being that important, but when they, they say girl and boy, it seems more important. You know? It's, but it's also possibly hinting that there are more girls oh. and or boys coming. Or that there Just, already are some. Like Mari, obviously, has got to be one of them, right? I mean, I don't know if she's a, one of the children or not. Sorry. How many? How, we, many how many coffins were yeah, on the moon? Yeah, that was just about the nine. <laughs> there were, but how many were open? At the end of the first movie, I did not notice. I want to say four. Look it up. Yeah. Are you going to look it up? I'm going to look it up. My thought, but it does. It does. So this, the I'm glad you brought up the numbering system because this clarifies um, Kawaru's line that we were debating at the end of the first movie, where he refers to the third one. Uh huh. Yeah, we were talking about. Did he mean? Did he mean the third angel? And I, I think that he's referring to Shinji. There are four open coffins. Okay, so we've seen uh-huh. four pilots. And f- and at the end of the first movie, I think we saw four angels. and f- But we hadn't seen four pilots. So do you think they're pilot coffins or angel coffins? There I would are, say pilot. There are 11, or sorry, nine coffins. And there would be how many angels total? Uh, they talk about the 13th angel, right? So, so there should have been more coffins if it was angels. So it's got to be for pilots. Okay, there you have it. Four pilots. Now we know all four pilots. Well, no, wait a minute. Because then we've got Koru also. That's five pilots. Wasn't yeah, he we- the fifth one? Was there were there four including his? See, there's stuff. What does it mean? Yeah. Or is one of the is one of the pilots not like the other ones? I yeah I I think we don't know, man. Okay, I have a lot of questions starting right now about the logistics of the world that they exist in. 
the tenth angel shows up, <laughs> and they have reloaded and begun to attack it again with all of the UN security forces weaponry. Why did they them, bother? Got to give them something to do, man. It's so. Can you imagine the vast sums of money they're dumping into this stuff that they already know doesn't work? Like, why are they repairing and still using this stuff? It doesn't make any sense. Definition of insanity. I mean, even the Ava weapons that aren't like the gigantic weapon they had to plug into the power grid don't work. Why do they bother with those either? It's always hand-to-hand combat. Oh, man. Uh, The Tenth Angel. And the Beast Code. Who's going to tackle the Beast Code, guys? So, Marty seems to very easily infiltrate Nerve. (laughs) Yeah, turns out that was not all that secure. And then, somehow, secretly, like, know when they were going to pull Unit 2 out of storage so you could just jump in. Like, right as it's, like, coming out, it's just like, ah! I've seen how long it takes to get into those freaking pods. How did she do this without them actually knowing she was doing it? A lot of important questions there. Uh, Completely unanswered by this. uh, Because they just, like, launch the person that's in there that they don't know anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like maybe she's the best pilot. She certainly knows a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Like the fact that she knows about the idea of the beast code and knows about the idea of like limitations and stuff, which is stuff that clearly none of the other three know anything about. Yeah. I, so, uh, you know, she's very determined here. Mari is to take this angel out all by herself and prove how good she is. And I don't know whatever else she's doing. Cause again, we have no idea what she's doing. <laughs> yep. Still in the dark. Uh, and uh, it doesn't go so hot, so she decides to, you know, what is it, what, did you write down the phrase she says? She says, put in the backdoor beast code. Yes. Which, uh, <laughs> Act- Maybe she calls it activate, green. activate the backdoor beast code. Maybe, yeah. Uh, pretty great. It's, it's very silly. <laughs> Oh no, she's going down too far into the LCL plug or whatever. Right, they're her uh what's the phrase that they use later? The uh her depth yes, is too low. Her plug her, depth. She's gonna, Basically she's gonna it, disintegrate. It seems like they get they get closer and closer to the core. Right. Yeah. And lose their sense of self. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. lose their humanity. Uh and so she the Ava goes berserk like we've seen uh, other Avas do. But under her control, kind of. Yeah, she, she goes berserk with control. it. Yeah, her eyeballs turn green. She gets fangs. Uh, yeah. Lots of cool stuff. Her her glasses still stay on her face somehow. You would think the like fang stuff would have an effect on <laughs> the glasses. You or, like would it? But apparently, I don't not. know. I don't know. I don't know. She she's full beast mode though. Yeah, all to no avail though. Yeah. Hey, then... she helps break the AT field and get the N2 nuclear missile into the 
yeah. So the you know the plot here, uh, she doesn't seem to be doing it. So they launch Ray. Yeah, they launch uh, Ray in in Unit Zero. Zero, which is like still has missing an arm and a bunch of stuff. Uh, and Ray is basically carrying an N two missile. <laughs> on her back which the plan was to just annihilate everyone i don't like an n2 is a they'd nuclear evacuated, bomb they'd completely evacuated the city the but they're inside the the inside uh the geo front, the at, geo this point, front right? at this point yeah which yeah. has everybody that was evacuated from the city in it so they killed everyone with the nuclear and they, bomb and they can't let uh, the angel get to lilith though right that's the thing yeah why would you live in this city? I mean, just move, like, please. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the the everywhere else in the world is safer. Literally, yeah. That's one of the things I don't get about this is like, if it is a time loop, how is this city still like have any people in it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the N two mine doesn't work. <laughs> no, it does not. There are some yeah. like cool scenes of of. Mari and uh and Ray tearing the AT field like it's like paper, yeah. Paper. She's like crumping yeah. it up. It's great. This I'm I mean, we're kind of like laughing a little bit. Um but I was just like from the beginning of when Mari launches that Ava, this animation is just like uh, jaw droppingly good. Yeah, it's stellar. It's really, really good. Uh and it continues that way through the end of this movie. Like from the beginning of the tenth angel showing up the the i think it's like 35 minutes that are still left of this are are yep enthralling really and i i genuinely mean that uh so i mean we got to get to the thing that's important here now. okay okay uh, ikari shows up yeah uh, to tr- Shinji <laughs> i wrote okay i wrote this down uh, okay i wrote this down uh because we got to talk about it now ikari question mark biggest dick in history question mark <laughs> He seems to be the largest jerk in all of history to me. Certainly seems to be an argument for I just felt like not doing it, so I killed a bunch of people. Uh but I mean like he the the literal end of the world is about to happen. He's about to lose everything he's worked for. The angel's about to get to Lilith. Shinji shows up and is like, I'm gonna pilot again. And he's just like, I'd rather the world ends. <laughs> How do you not write oh, you him make... down as a bigger jerk than everyone else in all of history? Oh, you meant Gendo. I thought you were talking about Shinji. No, no, no. Gendo no, Ikari, Gendo. biggest jerk in all of history. Yeah, okay. I, I'm with you now. Okay. No, Shinji Ikari, biggest baby in all of history, maybe. But he steps up here. He steps up and steps up in a less whiny way than in the show. And, like, really steps up once he's in the suit. I get it. And, like, I think it's a better transition than the show. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Um, I wish they had changed it from him asking to get back in the suit to him telling that he's going to get back in the suit just because that would show more character development. But like Gendo Akari literally was like, I don't know, maybe the world should end instead of me being like letting you pilot the Ava. I want to use the dummy plug. <laughs> like I just couldn't, I literally couldn't believe it. Well, doesn't he try to? And oh, he's the, been, yeah, the he, unit refuses he, us. he is. He's using the dummy plug over and over and over again. And he still wants to do it even after Shinji shows up. It's crazy I, to me. The only thing I can think of is there's something we don't know about the dummy plug, right? I mean, 
Well, so the thing we didn't know that I think he actually says here is that the dummy plug is him, right? He is the dummy plug. Is Gendo. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, so so the dummy plug, he's trying to get it in there, and he keeps saying, why do you refuse me, Yui? Uh, Interesting. Hmm. And that's the only thing I can think is... Two two things. One, Gendo does it on purpose to push Shinji into what he wants to have happen between him and Ayanami, which still fits the bill for biggest jerk in history. Uh, and the second one is, no, I can do it without you, Shinji, because I have a dummy plug that um, allows me to connect with your mother, right? And he, you know, thinks that maybe the she'll accept his version of the plug. I don't know. Very clearly, the Ava is not happy with what he did the last time the dubbing plug was inserted and will not let him do it. Yeah, that was definitely my reading of it, is the Ava was just rejecting what the dummy plug had made the Ava do last time, right? Yeah, yeah. well, both it things can be true, be, I think. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the dummy plug has something to do with Ikari's brain or something. Totally could be. Gendo, that is. Um, yeah. Cool. So then they launch Unit 1, and it goes bananas. Yeah. Runs out of power, goes berserk again. Runs out of power. This time goes berserk because Shinji wills it to. And Shinji goes berserk with it, just like Mari did, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, we left out that uh, the 10th Angel ate, <laughs> ate Unit 0. <laughs> yeah, and absorbed... And started becoming into unit its own zero. body. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then some real like end of Evangelion vibes. Oh yeah, definitely. Here. And then some very um, I almost want to call it like uh, what's that movie? Um, shoot, what am I thinking of? Oh man, I lost it. The one where they're in their inception almost is like kind of like this where they're fighting their way through levels of the dreams and stuff like that. Um, It's crazy that like, yeah, I don't know. They're ripping. He's ripping down through the levels of the. The AT field. AT field, but not just the AT field. He rips through the core. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's nothing. And then subsequently you're seeing him like descend into the like i don't know what is it the the layers of the core into where ray is sitting in the middle yeah but i guess you assume it's the middle yeah so i don't know let's just get to the end here Uh, he rips her out of the core he rips so shinji rips ayanami out of the core and an impact happens as they combine yeah. inside the core of his Ava, right? Yeah, yeah. He right. the remnants of the angel and uh, Ayanami's body absorbed get absorbed into Unit One, and it triggers the third impact. And we should just say what happens immediately after that, because the end of the credits, <laughs> cool. the impact comes to a sudden it's halt, screeching halt. Oh, by as... the way, actually. Uh... <laughs> Instead, how about this lance? Koaru lances the core of the Ava, and everything stops. And seven people have survived the fight with the Ten Angel in all of Tokyo 3. 
I guess. I mean, we don't know, but yeah, certainly it seems like that, right? Yeah. The Lance of Longinus. Is, is it the Lance of Longinus? I just try. I, I they, they thought it was. It. Yeah. They showed it earlier. I don't remember but, if it was earlier. They showed it on the moon. In the last one. They so showed it, it wrapped up. Yeah. So, but, but it couldn't be the Lance of Longinus because isn't the Lance of Longinus impaling Lilith in Central Dogma? I didn't see it there. It, in... was, it was there. Okay. I missed it. So it has to be a different so, Lance. Yeah. But there were multiple lances before, too, right? Yeah. So, yes. Um, we definitely did see that one wrapped up on the moon. I don't know. Quick thoughts on the end of that. See, I mean, other than just being like, wow, okay. Uh, that was some hard whiplash that I, yeah. I had got there. <laughs> I think I think we need to take a week oh, to think about this movie. We didn't talk about it, and I just want to point out one other detail. You know, Shinji's uh, Ava develops the halo and the golden arm at some point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kawaru's Ava, as it comes down, also has the halo. Okay, hmm. but no golden arm, and Shinji's golden arm goes away after he gets speared. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to take the week to think about what we saw. Do you agree? There's a lot. Yeah, I think we got yeah. through it all, and we noted a lot of the stuff. But there's going to be more that we like. Probably need to discuss. And I, I get the feeling that we're we need to process some of this because I have a feeling we're about to go all the way off the rails. Yeah. So maybe next week is 2.22 again and some games. That sounds good. Wrap it up, wrap up the first half of yeah. our, cause I know we've all been playing games and stuff and people probably want to hear about that and not Ava forever. <laughs> so and, yeah. Yeah. I need it. I need more time to work on my conspiracy board. I, I think so too. I think that I hearing what you guys have said, I want some time to process what it could mean. So let's put a pin in it again. No spoilers beyond what we've already talked about sent to podcast. We were gamers.com. Join us next week for talking about 2.22 again for a bit. And I have some games. I don't know if you guys want to tease a game. Maybe you've been playing. I'm going to talk about Dark Crystal Tactics next week. Oh, I want to hear about that. Uh, I could tease a uh, Pathfinder game that I've been playing. Ooh. There you go, Michael. So, no teaser. Uh, I might have something to tease, but I am undis- I am on the <laughs> fence about I am on the fence about picking something up on sale. I'll I say see. that. Okay. Well, we'll more on that next week and uh, until then don't get back in the robot. Don't don't do it. Please. See, go to go to our YouTube instead. Watch some videos. Yeah. Yeah. Very safe videos. No LCL pressure. Yeah.